Poems, Series 1, by Emily Dickinson. Part 2, Love. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Part 2, Love. 1. Mine. Mine by the right of the white election. Mine by the royal seal. Mine by the sign in the scarlet prison bars cannot conceal. Mine, here in vision and in veto. Mine by the grave's repeal, titled, confirmed, delirious charter, mine while the ages steal. 2. Bequest You left me, sweet, two legacies. A legacy of love, a heavenly father would content, had he the offer of. You left me boundaries of pain, capacious as the sea, between eternity and time. Your consciousness and me. 3. Alter when the hills do. Falter when the sun. Question if his glory be the perfect one. Surfeit when the daffodil doth the dew, even as herself. O oh, friend, I will of you. 4. Suspense. Elysium is as far as to the very nearest room, If in that room a friend await felicity or doom. What fortitude the soul contains, There it can so endure the accent of a coming foot, The opening of a door. 5. Surrender. Doubt me, my dim companion. Why, God would be content With but a fraction of the love poured thee without a stint, The whole of me for ever. What more the woman can, say quick, That I may dower thee with last delight I own. It cannot be my spirit, for that was thine before, I seated all of dust I knew. What opulence the more had I, a humble maiden, Whose farthest of degree was that she might some distant heaven Dwell timidly with thee. 6. If you were coming in the fall, I'd brush the summer by, With half a smile and half a spurn, As housewives do a fly. If I could see you in a year, I'd wind the months into balls, And put them each in separate drawers, Until their time befalls. If only centuries delayed, I'd count them on my hand, Subtracting till my fingers dropped Into Van Diemen's land. If certain, when this life was out, that yours and mine should be, I'd toss it yonder like a rind, and taste eternity. But now, all ignorant of the length of time's uncertain wing, It goads me, like the goblin bee, that will not state its sting. 7. With a flower I hide myself within a flower, that wearing on your breast, You, unsuspecting, wear me too, and angels know the rest. I hide myself within my flower, That fading into your vase, You, unsuspecting, feel for me Almost a loneliness. 8. Proof That I did always love, I bring thee proof, That till I loved, I did not love enough, That I shall love always, I offer thee that love is life, And life hath immortality. This dost thou doubt, sweet? Then have I nothing to show but cavalry. 9. Have you got a brook in your little heart Where bashful flowers blow, 
and blushing birds go down to drink, and shadows tremble so, and nobody knows, so still it flows, that any brook is there, and yet your little draught of life is daily drunken there. Then look out for that little brook in March, when the rivers overflow, and the snows come hurling from the hills, and the bridges often go, and later, in August it may be, when the meadows parching lie, beware, lest this little brook of life some burning noon go dry. 10. Transplanted As if some little arctic flower upon the polar hem went wandering down the latitudes, until it puzzled, came to continents of summer, to fur merriments of sun, to strange bright crowds of flowers and birds of foreign tongue. I say, as if this little flower to Eden wandered in. What then? Why nothing, only your inference therefrom. 11. The Outlet My river runs to thee, blue sea, wilt welcome me? My river waits reply. O sea, look graciously, I'll fetch thee brooks from spotted nooks. Say, sea, take me. 12. In vain. I cannot live with you. It would be life, and life is over there, behind the shelf. The sexton keeps the key to putting up our life, his porcelain like a cup, discarded of the housewife, quaint or broken, a newer severs pleases, old ones crack. I could not die with you, for one must wait to shut the other's gaze down. You could not, and I, could I stand by and see you freeze without my right of frost, death's privilege? Nor could I rise with you, because your face would put out Jesus, that new grace, glow plain and foreign on my homesick eye, except that you, then he, shone closer by. They'd judge us. How? For you served heaven, you know, or sought to. I could not. Because you saturated sight, and I had no more eyes for sordid excellence as paradise. And were you lost, I would be, though my name rang loudest on the heavenly fame. And were you saved, and I condemned to be where you were not, that self were hell to me. So we must keep apart, you there, I here, with just the door ajar, the oceans are, and prayer, and that pale sustenance, despair. 13. Renunciation there came a day at summer's full entirely for me. I thought that such were for the saints, where revelations be. The sun, as common, went abroad, the flowers accustomed blue, as if no soul the solstice passed, that maketh all things new. The time were scarce profaned by speech. The symbol of a word was needless, as at sacrament, the wardrobe of our Lord. Each was to each the sealed church, permitted to commune this time, lest we too awkward show at supper of the Lamb, the hours slid fast, as hours will, clutched tight by greedy hands, so faces on two decks look back, bound to opposing lands. And so, when all the time had failed without external sound, each bound the other's crucifix, we gave no other bond, sufficient troth that we shall rise, deposed at length the grave to that new marriage justified through calvaries of love. 14. Love's Baptism 
I'm seated. I've stopped being theirs. The name they dropped upon my face with water in the country church is finished using now. And they can put it with my dolls, my childhood and the string of spools I've finished threading too. Baptized before without the choice, but this time consciously of grace. Unto supremest name, called to my full, the crescent dropped, existence's whole arc filled up with one small diadem. My second rank, too small the first, crowned, crowning on my father's breast, a half-unconscious queen, but this time adequate, erect, with all to choose or to rejoice, and I choose just a throne. 15. Resurrection T'was a long parting, but the time for interview had come. Before the judgment seat of God, the last and second time, these fleshless lovers met, a heaven in gaze, a heaven of heavens, the privilege of one another's eyes. No lifetime set on them, apparel as the new unborn, except they had beheld, born everlasting now. Was bridal e'er like this? A paradise, the host, and cherubim and seraphim, the most familiar guest. 16. Apocalypse I'm wife, I finished that, that other state. I'm czar, I'm woman now, it's safer so. How odd the girl's life looks behind that soft eclipse. I think the earth seems so to those in heaven now. This being comfort then, the other kind was pain. But why compare? I'm wife, stop there. 17. The Wife She rose to his requirement, dropped the playthings of her life to take the honorable work of woman and of wife. If aught she missed in her new day of amplitude or awe, or first perspective of the gold, in using more way. It lay unmentioned as a sea, develops pearl and weed, but only to himself is known the fathoms they abide. 18. Apotheosis Come slowly, Eden. Lips unused to thee, bashful sip thy jasmines, as the fainting bee, reaching late his flower, round her chamber hums, counts his nectars, enters, and is lost in balms. End of Part 2 Love of Poems Series 1 by Emily Dickinson